The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And here we are for another rockin' episode of Bring Your Soul to Work. Today I have my amazing team member, Coach Miliana DeMori. Miliana, hello, how are you today? Hello, Mo. I am fantastic and so happy to be here with you. Unity Radio, I love it. Yay. Glad to have you here as well. Uh, Miliana is uh, my partner in transformation. She and I have been working side by side for probably about two years or so now, um, Miliana, as, um, as, as coaching partners along with our other beautiful coach, Portia, Coach Amy, Coach Bonnie. Um, collectively, we are transforming women's lives over a 12-week journey that we call the Kick-Ass Career Workshop. And the number one thing that we are doing on that transformational journey is helping women realize the power of their soul. And why we do that, the reason why we take that approach is something we're going to talk about today. The topic today is you have a sticky mind. <laughs> and the the whole reason why we have a sticky mind, we're going to explain. And it's also basically that we as human beings are, are wired for survival to have a negativity bias. And we're going to talk all through that on today's program. And in the second half of the program, we're going to walk you through an exercise that should help you craft yourself more toward the higher version of you versus the lower primitive survival version of you. Miliana, as every time we open this radio show, I have a flood of memories of the women who we are helping in our kick-ass workshop. And some of the women who we've helped have had um, some serious life events that have caused their nervous system to be wired in a way that keeps them stuck in negativity. And the work we do where we take almost every dimension known to us in this day and age to help the nervous system and that beautiful soul move away from negativity is really what we do first and foremost. Because if you're listening to this, if you're a professional woman, I want to tell you something that's just truth. If your career isn't where you want it to be, it's because internally you're not where your soul wants to be. And that is inevitably the truth of life. Why we do transformation in order to help our clients get a better career is because the career is one of the easiest mirrors of your soul. And I have friends who are relationship coaches. We have friends together, Miliana and I, who are eating disorder coaches and financial coaches and all sorts of coaches. I have a dear, dear, dear friend who uh, works with obese men and helps them claim control uh, back over their lives. So there's a lot of transformational coaches out there. All of us are helping the human soul gain its power back and understand its true journey here on Earth. And we do it through the career because the career shows us things. Miliana, what are we seeing in our clients as we start to work with them that that tells us that there's a stronger negative bias going on than a soulful bias? And welcome again to the show. And we're super delighted to have this time together that we can share and inspire and, and and just have a lot of fun here talking about our passion. Mm, you know, wonderful being here, Mo. Um, exactly how you said, we see a lot, we feel into a lot of um, job trauma, as we would call it, 
in our workshop is where the effort is not creating the results that we want. And we feel our women, when they join the program, they feel like they're in hamster wheel. They feel lost, overwhelmed, overlooked, passed over for promotion. Um, they fall asleep with dread. They wake up with anxiety. Uh, the day is um, orchestrated by external circumstances and people rather than coming from them and it really feels like they've lost all control they've lost all meaning they've lost themselves mm-hmm. so we, see, we right. see a lot of that we see a lot of that where it's all, it's really like I, I i don't know what to do i've tried everything i've got the education i, I have the experience i know i can do the job and i'm not getting invited to the interviews i'm not being selected what is going on like there's just this blind spot Yes. And the the blind spot is primarily perpetuated by the fact that the soul has an urging for something better. And the ego and the intellect have put it in prison. And the ego and the intellect, even though they appear really strongly able to cage ourselves into this perpetual, you call it the hamster wheel, we are in this ongoing dialogue with ourselves the reason why we feel horrible well everyone hates their job everyone's supposed to not enjoy work everyone has bad bosses people who are bosses are greedy people who are bosses don't care about people i mean we begin to intellectualize the problem and we begin to have ego gratification i'm using big psychology terms here (laughs) We're, we're using ego gratification to make the other person wrong and to make us right. So it's the ego's job as as a human being to protect us from feeling dumb or stupid. The ego's job is to stand tall and say, you're not dumb, you're not stupid, it's them. So there we have a victim energy. And then it's our intellect's job to figure stuff out in the linear world. Our intellect is not figuring stuff out in the bigger phenomenon of our energy world, of the connected universe, of the infinite field, of source, divinity, creation. There is an energy that is supporting all of creation all of the time, and that's our divine connection. We call it God in many cases. Totally cool. We may call it source. We may call it the unified field. Physicists call it the unified field. We could put a personality on that and call it God. Pardon me if you're if you're being offended by that, listeners. But really what we're talking about is the same phenomenon where there is an energy that supports the world. There's energy that supports the universes. Everything that is going on that is continuing to work out just perfectly fine and take care of our problems, maybe not our personal problems, but take care of the globe and take care of evolution and making things available to us, that energy is a field that we can connect to. And when we are in ego and intellect, we can't grasp it. So we're struggling with life in the psychological mannerism that is created out of our primitive wiring of our brain needing to protect us. And this is all fundamental psychology It's all widely known. It's all widely talked about and published. There's been probably hundreds of thousands of books written on these phenomenons. Nothing new. But what happens is that a human being living in this zone is continually to perpetuate her stories and her beliefs because she has to protect herself from what's gone on badly and either being passed over for a promotion. Sometimes, Miliana, you and I call this job trauma because it gets to such a place where there's this reluctance to even wanting to work again or reluctance to wanting to have a higher level job. Or if you've lost your job and screamed at for three years, you just don't want to go back into a work environment. And you're convincing yourself that maybe there's something better. Maybe I'll just do quilts for a living. Nothing against people who do quilts for a living. But an engineer or an accountant or someone with an MBA, you've done hard work to get yourself a certain level of expertise and experience and education. And it's really 
fundamentally important to, to leverage some of those things in your career. So, Miliana, when the ego and intellect go at it to save ourselves from feeling bad about the negative circumstances, what's some of the long-term effects of that? We never fulfill our soul mission and we die miserably without leaving a legacy. Just that. Oh, only that. So it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I just? I would love to. I would love to stack on something powerful you just said, like that. Um, sure. Ego, intellect, and then the justification and protection and morality. Like if you really go into deep psychology and uh, philosophy, you look at uh, different levels of morality. Even mm-hmm. Jung saying there's a difference between. Um, slave morality and master morality. And mm. slave morality slash victim morality is, well, they're successful, but they're not happy. Well, you know, to justifying why we are where we are and making ourselves it's like a false sense of morality because we are not stepping into courage to make something different to become a different level of leader meaning if we had a leader that beat us down all the time and we're like i never want to be like that well guess what right, it's also right. of you ever becoming a leader instead of taking it as a lesson it's like i will never be like that because i know it doesn't feel good but what i will be i will be an encouraging leader i will be a role model yeah. i will make other leaders i will work on my confidence yes that's a that's a really excellent point because what we do do is we begin to craft a personality of negativity on moving our career forward or advancing based on our own personal experiences of what it looks like to be more successful. And so if we have a, a templated view of the world based on our experience that all people who are more successful than me are horrible people, of course we're not going to want to be that because that's horrible people. Mm-hmm. So we not only are judging them, we're also judging ourselves, and we are eliminating the possibility of the fact that since we're awesome, but we don't believe it, so this, we're not thinking this way, we're going to be a more awesome individual as a leader. And this is something that I personally went through in my career. I had some bosses who were pretty horrible, uh, didn't treat people well, were very demanding, etc. And I vowed to myself that I would be a successful person so that I would show people what success looks like in a heart-centered, fully whole human being who knew how to get business done and treat people well. Now, have I treated people a little bit demanding and harsh in my career? Of course, because I've been stressed out and freaked out. And so, of course, yes. All in all, my vow internally has been to be a heart-centered leader and to bring other people forward and bring them up rather than push them down and bring them down and demean them in order to do work. And this is what human beings are going through on the global planet right now. We're having a phenomenon in the human experience from a hierarchical command and control into more of a soulful, beautiful, nurturing, humane environment. And all of these pieces of the microcosm that have been showing themselves over the last several years are all pieces of this unraveling of this hierarchical command and control. And and what we're seeing on the personal level is human beings who want to live a soulful life. And that doesn't mean you leave your profession. Soulful life doesn't mean you become a life coach. I mean, it could, but it doesn't have to. If you're a really great engineer and you bring a lot to the table to help the world be better in the engineering world, that can be a sole purpose and a sole mission. It doesn't have to mean that you abandon your talents, your gifts, your education. As a matter of fact, what we do, I believe, is so helpful and impactful to the women we work with that we're actually weaving their soul's purpose into their professional acumen. This, to me, is just... Is, is just gold because we've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women, haven't we, Miliana, uh, go from feeling miserable, depressed, and depleted into fulfilled, successful, happy, excited, and moving into companies and jobs that feel really, really awesome and great. 
correct? Yeah. Correct. The, yeah, the, ego, the ego, go ahead, keep going. Yeah, we can see that within a few weeks when, uh, when the women are invited into the workshop and when they decide to show up, the results are there. Yes, indeed. And there have been a few women who we have uh, worked with who have helped transform them uh, directly who heard us, heard me on the show. And thank you again for joining me, Coach Emiliana. Um, if you're listening to this call, and we do work exclusively with professional women, um, feel free to take a look at the free webinar that is available to you, which you can access at mofall.com slash masterclass. And tune into that. When you go to the um, mofall.com slash masterclass page, you'll see a description of the webinar masterclass that I have. And if you click on the down arrow, you'll see there's usually three times that are available for you to catch the webinar. Watch that webinar and take some notes and understand perhaps for the first time ever the, the deep issues that may be affecting your career. And if you like that webinar, if, you, if, it, feels, if it feels resonant with you, and if you're excited to dive in at a deeper level to understand your career and get clarity on that, you can book a call with uh, my team at mofall.com slash give me clarity. And on that complimentary career clarity call, we'll help break down exactly what's going on. And this is a heart level call. You're going to come with an understanding of your career and we're going to help you get super clear, super clarity on what's really going on. You don't have to prepare for that call. You just show up open to being understood and to having someone understand. And if we can help you, and if it seems like there's a good fit and you're ready to get coached, we can talk about our workshop. But actually, what we deliver on that clarity call is such an impactful opening. Um, to tell you the truth, um, I just spoke to a woman who was not a fit to our workshop and helped her see really clear what's really going on and helped give her some strategies that she can begin doing right away to help her get on track. So this clarity call is a promise and it's, and it's available to anyone who wants to book that call. But just keep in mind, we do work with professional women who have a career path that has gotten off track a bit. And again, the reason why most careers get off track a bit is because we lose the power of our soul over time. Sometimes we lose that in teenage years. Sometimes we lose it in our 20s or 30s, or sometimes we lose it after a catastrophe in our career or in our life. And oftentimes we're helping women who haven't recovered from something. Um, a job lost five years ago that's turned into backsliding of a career, not really able to ever get back at that level. Sometimes a great boss leaves a company, or in some cases we've had clients whose great boss has died. And now that void is filled now with someone who's not that person. And that sometimes creates a negative situation. And we handle these negative situations typically, if you don't have the, the, the proper coaching, typically we handle these negative situations with our ego and our intellect. And then we're spinning the wheels of our ego and intellect, which are the weakest parts of us. The strongest part of you is your soul. It is the infinite you-ness, and it will override your ego and your intellect if it's given a chance to come back to life. And this is what we do at the very first step of our work together, because we realize that if your nervous system and your mental processes and your neural pathways in your biological functioning as a human being are locked in, because your ego and intellect have been telling you the same thing over and over again, and you've been believing them because you had no other choice. And now you feel a certain way, and feeling stressed out and pissed off at the world feels normal to you. This is something that has to be corrected, because your body, your soul, your mind, all parts of you, being stressed out is a foreign invasion. Your body does not want to be stressed out. Your body despises it, which is why it eventually turns into disease if we don't correct it. 
So, Miliana, every time I talk about this stuff, I'm thinking of dozens and dozens of clients who we've helped come out of this situation. And we have a few uh, women who are in our grad group who are up-leveling once again after having done something so awesome in the 12-week kick-ass workshop. Um, let's dive in just a little bit more before we close out this first half of the show. We have a couple minutes, but let's let's dive in just a little bit more as this ego and intellect plays over and over that we're no good, we'll never be promoted. To be a boss means that I have to be a horrible person. What eventually is going on in the nervous system, and why does this feel so normal? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. We can go back to the stickiness of the mind, um, where even psychologists use that. And I found a really cool definition of it, which is um, it's used the term for a biologically based trait that is experienced as repetitive loop thinking, a sense of getting mired in worry, a talent for imaginative flights of catastrophic images and thoughts, and a tendency for junk channels of the mind to get loud and insistent instead of simply flowing by. It can be turned you know, it can be in a family system. So it's sensitive to stress, fatigue, illness, chronic conflict. And so it is just that stickness where everything is dramatized, catastrophized, even when it actually realistically is is not. Yes. And so absolutely, um, our, our body is not designed to be under stress all the time. You know, the sympathetic and parasympathetic right. system, they should be ideally in a balance. In today's corporate world, if you don't know how, if you were not taught how to calm your central nervous system, how to be functioning under high stress, so not wanting to have no stress because it's impossible. It's like wanting to have results without doing any work. So stress will always be part of it, but it's about how to manage it, how to be a master of stressful situations so that you get to see it as an opportunity for growth and it doesn't crumble you but you grow from it. And so it's really moving into self-development and self-mastery and, and getting tools and getting the right coaches. I mean, you know, I love our team. We have five coaches in the corner for our ladies with different expertise, yeah. different backgrounds, with very wide variety of uh, expertise and experience that we bring to the table, shortening 20 years down to a few months yeah. when uh, you really dive into it. And so it's yes, really creating that meaningful life that is happening from more clarity. And it's a journey. It's a journey when we think about, like, there's no overnight success. Like there's, one of my favorite quotes is, it took me 10 years to become an overnight success. It's a journey. Exactly. Right. And, and that, is, that is a – oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's it. You go. I was going to say that is one of the key elements to um, not getting super frustrated with ourselves, isn't it? Realizing that it's a process, it's never complete, and it's always underway. And, um, and we're either building ourselves toward a negative bias and imprinting that in our nervous system, or we're moving ourselves toward our soul power and our divine connection. And I want to make a really, really strong uh, uh emphasis on the divine connection and the soul power in the second half of the show. But when Miliana and I were beginning the show today, she said, are you going to talk about sticky fingers? And I said, <laughs> matter of fact, I am. So I'm going to close up this first half of the show with a, a little story that is a priceless metaphor, I believe, on what we're talking about today. And I made cupcakes this weekend and shared them with everyone around me that I could safely do so. And as I was making them, each cupcake I was frosting, I got frosting on my fingers because I was holding the cupcake and frosting, and the frosting would get on my fingers. Now, I could have gotten pissed off that I got sticky fingers, or I could have just kept going and finishing the job and then easily washed my hands, which is what I did. I think oftentimes our intellect is so powerful and our ego is so frustrated driven that we don't remember that we can easily wash the stickiness away. And we're going to talk about how to do that in the second half of the show. Miliana, hang on there with me during the break, and folks, we'll see you in the second half. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. 
the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are back to talk about these sticky fingers. No. <laughs> your sticky mind. And how negative bias crafts a life story that eventually trickles into your career, perhaps your relationships, uh, perhaps in your family dynamics. And eventually, if we don't fix this negativity bias, if we allow the ego and intellect to run rampant, it will eventually trickle into our health. And um, last month, with Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I always reflect really strongly on my journey through breast cancer and how being angry inside for a, a, a while, um, frustrated with my career or frustrated with decisions or being passed over and losing jobs, uh, things like that that happen in jobs, um, that type of experience led me to having this feeling that was cascading through me at all times, which which eventually leads to showing up for work with self-doubt and not enoughness, which ends up also making one work harder and take on projects from other people and fill in the gap of other people's incompetencies and overwork. If I have ever met a woman with a career issue, it's usually including overworking, over-efforting. And so what we do is we strive and struggle past this ego and intellectual negativity by trying to work over it, by trying to, to bypass it through hard work. And it never works. It never works. And the second thing that we see with all the thousands of women that we've talked to over the almost six years in doing this work after I left corporate America at a very, very high executive level, which is why I know the work that we do works, because I used it for myself and my career. The second thing that our clients typically do when they are full of this negative treadmill is that they get more education. They get an additional certification. They try something external to fix this thing that is internally churning in a negative way, causing us to doubt ourselves, overwork, causing us to to try to be perfect. That's the number three thing. So number one is overworking. Number two is getting additional education and certification because we think we're not good enough. And number three is trying to be perfect. And those three handicap us further, causing more damage, more problems. I've talked to hundreds and hundreds of women who say that their small children say, Mommy, you still working? Mommy, when are you going to come play with me? But this woman is now trapped in having to overwork and prove herself and get rid of the feeling that is so deep inside of not enoughness that she doesn't know how to get out of it. And eventually, eventually, the woman we end up working with, Miliana, you know this to be true as well. They eventually are at the end of their rope, so to speak, and don't have the answer for how to change this. And the, the real travesty is most women who are in this trap don't think there is an answer to this. I wish I could talk to the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of women in this country and all over the world to say that there is a solution to feeling horrible about yourself and about your work. There is no intention of our great creator of this universe for any human being to be miserable doing work that you once originally loved. And see what happens over decades of the negativity bias and the ego and the intellect coating it over and covering it up is that our soul gets lost. And when our soul gets lost, we have now lost the actual thing that can help us. So the very first thing we do in our workshop is help you bring your soul back to life. We resurrect souls before we resurrect careers because that is the very thing that you need. I spoke with a woman um, 
last week or so, and she had a very traumatic job loss. Very, very traumatic. And she told me the story. I knew that it was living inside of her nervous system and causing her to not be able to get another job. And I said to her, I said, so this is what's happening. She's gotten a few interviews, but she's applied for dozens of jobs, and she is super qualified for a lot of great jobs, and she's actually at a pretty high earning level. So I said to her, this is what's happening when you get interviewed. Yeah, she looks good on paper, but I don't know if she's a team fit. I don't really know. Something about her, I don't know. And what they're responding to is a deep energetic pattern that gets communicated in the unified field that they don't even know they're responding to. But their intuition is telling them that something's not quite right with this person. And they don't know what it is. They can't put their finger on it. They couldn't even articulate it if you asked them. And so what they're going to do is then, if they are asked, make up something. Well, she wouldn't be a good team fit. Well, she didn't seem to have the confidence in the interview. Or whatever we have to craft up to manufacture because we feel something when we're interviewing someone who has a energetic pattern of, of being hurt and broken. And so knowing this as an executive, knowing this as a woman who fixed my career myself, knowing what the path forward looks like, knowing that greater success means more freedom and more autonomy, and it's what all people are looking for, knowing that making more money makes life easier, not harder, knowing all of these things and knowing that that doesn't have to include greater effort, more struggle, etc. But so many of us see it out there. Oh, if I'm going to be a vice president, I, I, I don't want that job. Those, those people are horrible. They work hard. They, no. You could be a vice president and have a horrible life. Absolutely. It's totally done all the time. But you could also be a vice president and not have a horrible life. You can be a vice president and have an awesome life and feel great about yourself. Miliana, before we get into how we, how we treat this and give some uh, good exercises, let's talk about why the soul is the best antidote for this problem. Because the soul is... Um, it uh, comes with a deep knowing, and unfortunately, sometimes we were never attuned enough or aligned enough to really listen, and more importantly, trust. Because when we were growing up, we were unfortunately made to believe, don't trust the emotions, um, your, your sensations, your instinct, your intuition is not right. And so... Getting into the soul power. Now, getting to the soul power, you know how when we numb emotions, we don't just numb the negative emotions, we numb everything. The whole spectrum yes. of emotions gets down. You can't just numb one part or one side of the spectrum down, it goes both. Same thing, when you go into your soul power, there will be a few things revealed that for the ego, for the intellect, it will feel, I cannot look at that. I will rather stay in my small life and miserable then look at the truth so there's going to be a lot of looking at the truth how much truth you can accept and look about yourself is the level of success you will achieve so the level yes. of willingness to look at truth and to receive truth bombs is the level of success you can move forward because those truths things that are revealed to you will equally give the gift and bring the gift of setting yourself free and strengthening your soul power. You've got to see the light and you've got to also, like everybody has also a shadow part. A part is afraid. A part of it gets angry. A part that is, you know, like, oh, I'm judging those people. And then when we do judge those people, going back to what you said, Mo, we can never achieve the level of success because we're judging or, you know, saying, like, oh, they can't be as happy because it goes against our integrity. You go, it, we will never, we will self-sabotage because integrity is a big um, mover towards either doing something or not. Right. Yes, indeed. Your, your, soul, yes. your soul power, how, how that feels is it feels, it feels like a, it's a willingness to, to see. It's, it, it's a willingness to give yourself credit how far you have come. And it's also a willingness to say, I don't know. I've come so far. 
with all that I've done by myself, with the overwork, with more certification education, with, you know, trying to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And we know that information slash education is not transformation, is not outcomes. No. No, no. There's we have doctors. We have doctors that come that they they earn forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. It's not the we, right. We know when we talk to a woman about her career, what's really going on. And just like when you go to an orthopedic physician, and you may have sprained your ankle, twisted your ankle. And you go to that physician and she says, do you feel it here? Do you feel it here? What's going on here? What's going on there? How about, can you move this? Can you, how does that feel? And there's all these gyrations she's going to take you through to get a sense of your ankle. And then if she's really good, she's going to actually take a look at your knee and your hip as well, because maybe there was an imbalance up the, up the leg that may have caused something to go in the wrong direction to twist your ankle. And so, while she's doing that, she knows exactly what's going on because she understands the ligaments and the tendons of that ankle. She understands how the muscles work and how the foot bones support the ankle. She knows all of that. So as she's assessing your ankle, she's determining quite easily whether it's broken or sprained, which tendons and ligaments may be sprained or broken. And just to confirm her diagnosis, she'll send you to an x-ray or an MRI just to make sure she didn't miss anything. But she knows when she inspects that ankle what's going on with you. She absolutely understands from an orthopedic physician expertise what's going on. And that's the same way on our clarity calls that we help twist and turn and see and feel and push on this and see what's going on. It is your duty, I believe, as a soul being in life to get your soul back to life to have a life and a career that feels awesome. You're not going to walk on a sprained ankle and say that that's okay. Why in the world are you walking along on a sprained career and saying that's okay? Why are you letting yourself play less than? It's only because the ego and intellect have won over and you're believing them and they are seductive convincers. Your soul is so much more powerful when you let it open up. But as Miliana said, when you're beginning to open your soul up and see, it's like a flashlight behind your couch in your, in your living room. You pull that couch away from the, door, from the wall. You shine a flashlight back there. You're going to see some old popcorn kernels. You're going to see some dust bunnies. You're going to see some cat hair or dog hair. You're going to see some things you don't want to see but you're going to easily sweep it out and clean it. You're going to get the vacuum out perhaps so that you can vacuum up the things that you can't see. And this is exactly what we do as great expert world-class coaches. And I don't mind saying that Miliana at all, because we are, we totally rock what we do. When you're working with expert coaches, they're going to help you vacuum up and clean up the things back there that are truly holding your soul back because it's not until your soul comes back to life that you can fix your career. You can get a great resume. You can get a great LinkedIn profile, but if you don't feel aligned with that, you're going to go on interviews and you're not going to win it. Or you're going to go on interviews and play lower than you should be playing. And how many of times have we worked with women, Miliana, who say every interview they go on, they're told they're overqualified. And they're not getting hired because people don't really feel good about hiring someone who's overqualified because they think they're a flight risk. Oh, they're going to go find another job somewhere. We're not going to invest in hiring that person. Anyway, I think we've, we've, yes. Yes. And they can also assume, huh, what's their level of confidence and self-value if they're applying for that? Yes. Right. Exactly. So, so we want to get you right today, a, a bit of a fine-tuning, a bit of a tweaking. And if you have the opportunity to pull out some paper right now, this would be a really uh, great, fun process for you to do. In my webinar, I call this your gremlins. Why do I do that? Because gremlins seem sort of easier to handle. They're outside of us. 
So it's easier to expect or examine our limiting beliefs when they are gremlins. That's okay. It's okay for us to use tools to make this easier, but right now I'd like you to write down the things that your ego and intellect believe about you. What lies have they been telling you? Go ahead and give yourself a little bit of a catalog on that. Just like a grocery shopping list. Mm -hmm. Perhaps that ego and intellect has convinced you that a higher level position is too hard, too demanding, it'll take you away from your family. Perhaps your ego or intellect has, con have, has convinced you that you're not good in, in talking in meetings. Perhaps you've listened too often to when people have pushed back on your ideas and you're convinced that you're not as smart as you once thought you were. Go ahead and write down the things that your ego and intellect have lied to you about. And you're going to say, Mo, maybe they're not lies. Maybe they're true. You know, no one of us is the smartest person on the planet. No one of us is perfect. But I know this to be true after working with thousands of women and talking to even thousands more. Chances are your problem isn't that you're bad at your job. Chances are your problem is that you're bad at bringing your soul to life and channeling that energy through what you know, what you know as a professional. And perhaps that ego and intellect have gone astray and have totally crushed your idea of yourself. So give yourself a little bit of a list. Miliana, in order to kind of uh, work with our folks who are doing this earnestly out there, I'm going to write down a few limiting beliefs that I used to have. Mm -hmm. um, not smart enough to be higher up. Um, not able to handle more responsibility. And number three, since I'm a woman, I won't get far. I know we hate to admit that we feel that way because we're a woman and there's still lots of things that convince us and show us that that may be true and there are situations where that may be true. So I'm not smart enough to be higher up. I'm not able to handle more responsibility. And since I'm a woman, I won't get ahead. So those are my three limiting beliefs that I have written down. And my ego and my intellect are taking the experiences that I've had over the past 20 years in my career, and I now truly believe all of that. My soul isn't buying it, but my soul is shriveled into the smallest little speck of soul energy, and it's not helping wash this away. So like the flashlight behind the couch, it's not helping. Miliana, help coach me on shifting some of these beliefs, please. Mm. So, well, the first belief, like you, you know, sounds like a sticky belief. We can really step into, like, is this the absolute truth? Mm -hmm. Well, and it just seems like other people and other people in the company are just smarter than me. I don't know. It mm -hmm. seems like whenever I, I talk about what I want to advance with my thoughts and ideas, it just seems to get shut down. Mm -hmm. And so you believing that, what does it actually lead to? What's the results you see? It leads to me actually not speaking up and not showing what I actually do think and not participating as much. And you choosing not to speak up, how is that serving you? It's keeping me away from being criticized. Mm. And what's the biggest fear about being criticized? It just hurts and I just don't like it and I don't know if I can take it another another time. I don't know if I could stand it. And what would you rather feel? I would rather feel appreciated for my ideas. Yeah, that's what I, I would rather feel that people are listening to my ideas and that they are saying, wow, that's an interesting idea, Mo. Let's mm -hmm. look at that further. That's what I'd like to feel. And have you ever had in your life 
one specific example where you shared your thought, idea, and someone said, wow, that's a great idea. Do you have one specific example in your life? Yes. And then I got nervous as soon as they said that. Mm-hmm. And then you got the positive outcome, didn't you? Yes. I so did. who did you have to be? Yeah. So feeling nervous and doing it anyway, who did you have to be to do that? I had to be... I had to be the person who's inside of me. I had to be what's really inside of me. That's who I had to be. And when you are the person who's inside of you, what do you tell yourself? That I have great ideas. That I'm capable of solving problems and sharing my ideas with people and moving the company forward. And when you believe that, how does it feel inside of you? I feel excited about it. I feel free about it. Mm. And so as you imagine, when you feel excited and free, where in your body do you feel it? I feel excited in my heart. My heart feels excited and and happy. Mm. And if that happy and excited like would be in your body language, explain me, how does your body stand or sit having that excitement in your heart, that freedom? Mm. A little bit more comfortably, a little bit more upright, and <laughs> I feel my body feels like it, it wants to be active, like my body feels that it's activated. Yeah, and that energy of being activated and free and open, what is another thing that you say to yourself, a statement of truth, of this is who I am? That I am capable. I am capable. Yes, that's what, I'm, that's what I feel. And because you are capable, because you have that feeling, tell me if that feeling could be like a light, a color, something that will shine out of your heart, that excitement, what color, what, what light would it be? Would it be white, green, blue, or different? It's feeling yellow and sparkly. Mm. And as you imagine, imagine the next work situation where you get to stand in that light, that yellow sparkling light, and you speak your truth. You know that your thoughts matter, that you have things to share. Mm. How do you feel being yourself, being in that energy of your truth? It feels good. It feels like I can speak up and not be afraid of being criticized and advance my ideas. That's what it feels like. Yeah, because you know now that you can speak up because you know this is your core being the true you. When you think of that old gremlin, how do you feel now? I feel good. So, folks, this is what coaching is all about. Thank you, Miliana. That was awesome. I literally felt that way. So, so as you were hearing Miliana coach me in that belief that I'm not smart enough, and now I got to I am capable, and I also generated energy in a sense, in a visualization, and a feeling in my body about feeling I'm capable. Now, my body has a beginning of something that's going to feel better in that situation. My body is now beginning to recognize a new pattern. And so what happens just the first time, and if you were listening to that, hopefully that felt good for you as well, um, you're now beginning to understand and and witness literally. Again, thank you, Miliana, for that brilliant coaching. Totally ad-libbing here, so I knew she could handle it. Um, We are resetting not only our physiology around that belief and moving that belief forward. But we are also resetting our energetic template. Now, that was brilliant coaching by Miliana. She's a freaking expert, can't you tell? And weeks in a, in a workshop, weeks 
with the experts, moving yourself in that process forward week after week. And we're going to teach you how to do that on your own. We're going to help you move yourself away from these limiting beliefs that have hijacked you. It's not your fault. It's the way you're built as a human being to have a negative bias, which eventually the ego and intellect grab a hold of to try to protect you. This is what we've been talking about today. An expert coach is going to help you shift that belief system into something powerful and to help you express in your body and in your energy and in your new psychology of a new belief something powerful that can advance you, that can move you forward. And now you have this new version of you emerging dimension after dimension. So if Miliana would do that same thing with me about my second limiting belief, not able to handle more responsibility, and my third one of since I'm a woman, I won't get ahead. Doing that repetitively is going to shift all of those beliefs into empowerment and the soul's going to light back up and believe something new and be energized. And that thread is going to take me to the next level successful career. That's what we do in our 12-week transformational workshop. That's how we move women from a negative bias and a sticky mind into empowered soul. MoFall.com slash give me clarity gets it all started. Miliana, thanks for joining me. Thanks for being on my team. Thanks for being so awesome as a coach and a human being. Folks, this is Coach MoFall, MoFall.com. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.